When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, Browns fans, it's time to gear up for a pain-free 2022 NFL season for your Cleveland Browns with new friends of the show, Buckeye Law Group. If you've been injured in a car accident, a slip and fall, a work accident, or even if you've been buried into the ground by Miles Garrett or stiff-armed by Nick Chubb, you need to call Buckeye Law Group today at 1-800-411-PAIN. Their attorneys will fight for the money you deserve. Buckeye Law Group's attorneys have recovered over $1 billion for their clients throughout the entire country. So don't make the mistake of calling just any other attorney. Call attorneys you can trust. And best of all, they're Browns fans just like you. Call our friends from Buckeye Law Group at 1-800-411-PAIN. After 911, call 411. That's 1-800-411-PAIN. 1-800-411-7246. That's Buckeye Law Group, located at 1300 East 9th Street, Suite 1210 in Cleveland, Ohio. Buckeye Law Group, proud fans of the Cleveland Browns just like you. Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop down menu. We need more fan intros. I know the season is. Looking more and more doom and gloom. I think we have a 0.4% chance to make the playoffs now. But the Dogs podcast is still going strong, so we need your fan intros. So help us out. It's a lot more fun when you guys do them than if I have to do it or we use repeats. Uh, today we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson's second game, a loss to the Bengals. We put up a whole 10 points. Uh, before we do, though, I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. If you prefer to just listen to the podcast, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on the Patreon page, get access to the private Discord, you get an extra episode every week. Fantasy playoffs are, our fantasy leagues are entering the playoffs now. So that's exciting. So uh, some people getting ready to win some dogs merch. We do Dog Pack Member of the Month where you get a free uh, dogs t shirt, you get a signed poster. It'll be worth. A quarter, maybe one day, uh, but it'll look good on your wall in your man cave or your woman cave. I don't, is there such thing as woman caves? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, if you're looking for more access to us, you want to hang out with us, talk to us during the game. If you guys enjoyed the live and getting our reactions and talking to us during a Browns game, jump in the Patreon. You join that private Discord. Everybody's in there. It's it's basically like a live only on the Discord. You don't have to try to watch us. So if that, that's something you enjoy. Join the dogs.com, become an official dog pack member. 
So, Browns played awesome in their must-win game to keep the season alive. <laughs> Lose 23-10 to 10 to the Bengals. Season isn't technically over. It's. I think I saw Jake Trotter tweet out, we have a 0.4% chance to make the playoffs. But for – it's basically over. For all intents and purposes, yeah, let's just not even it, – It's basically – now, the, these last four games are all about getting Deshaun Watson back up to speed – him learning Stefanski, Stefanski learning him, and um, if you guys heard that, that was my computer just going crazy because ESPN <laughs> just plays random ads all the time. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like I said, it's just about getting those two synced up. So, um, because that and playing spoiler, like we got the Ravens coming up. I do not want to, especially, we're probably going to be playing the third string quarterback we need to win that game. Yes. We need to beat the Steelers. You know, there's some games down the stretch I want to win just for pride purposes. So, um, stick with us for the rest of the season. We might not be playing for the playoffs. I mean, technically, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, I agree. We were kind of talking about that, I think. John, you put it the best. What did you say uh, about the playoffs? It's not impossible, but it's stupid to even talk about. Correct. That's exactly. So, that's my we're not going to talk about it, but I do like what Blake said. I, I kind of... After I kind of uh, cooled down after that nasty loss yesterday, I was like, okay, I'm kind of glad we lost because our playoff hopes were slim to begin with. And now we can kind of just go out there with Deshaun Watson and say, get back up to speed because the the strides he took from game one to game two were huge. He looked so much better. Absolutely. You saw some more vintage Deshaun Watson coming out in that game. It's like if he can make that kind of a leap from his first game to his second game, let's just put him out there, no pressure with the playoffs, no must-win games. Just go out there and relearn how to be you on the football field. I think he just needs to trust at like what he's seeing too, and like game speed. I think it's still a lot's going on. There was a couple times yesterday where I was like, "Holy crap!" There it is. You know, like there's the athleticism, there's the explosive plays, there's the like laser throws. That throw but, where the dude was hanging on him, yeah. to DPJ, insane. Right there it is. Yeah. Yep. But then you know you see plays like where. Jesse Bates just watches him and he just throws it a second late basically and he just stares down the receiver you know there's things like that so I think I mean like you said week one to week two of you know the Deshaun Watson experience or whatever you want to call it man he looked incredibly better I mean I think you know if anybody went out of that saying and I even today I'm reading stuff like oh you know I really we should still be rolling with Jacoby Brissett I'm, I'm like stop yeah, stop. People are so... <laughs> I, I'm going to go off. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Please leave my editing like... I'm going to go off. No, do it. I'm Just go crazy. <laughs> One guy on Twitter is saying he's a bust. Uh, who gets labeled a bust after two games? Especially, he accounted for over 300 yards and a touchdown yesterday. And I bet you... I'd say he was only at 70% of what mm, we agreed. should expect to see. I mean, come on, guys. If... If I took out his name and I put Jacoby's name up there, you guys would be talking about how well Jacoby's playing. And obviously, we're not comparing Deshaun to, to Jacoby because that's not the standard. He's, you know, we're holding him up to other people. But 276 and a touchdown isn't an awful game. Now, the pick was a bad pick and he missed some throws. You could make the argument he was the best player on the field for the Browns yesterday. Who played better than Deshaun yesterday? Oh, uh, man. Nobody on our offensive line, that's no, for sure. No. Like I said, he threw for 276. He ran for 33, five and a half yards of carry, a couple big first down runs. Mm -hmm. And 
um, in, in the in the one bad pick. I mean, you could, like I said, make the argument he was the best player on the field for the Browns yesterday. And people were saying, my dad, as soon as the game's done, text me. Uh, Deshaun sucks. If we want to save this season, we'll put Jacoby in. Jacoby hasn't had a stat line like this all year. And save the season. It's yeah, over. what's up? I with mean, that? as far as the playoff, like we just talked about, it, that's over. So the people would be losing their mind if Jacoby threw for two seventy six, ran for thirty three, and had a touchdown. People would be like, Jacoby played well enough to win this game. The penalties are what let him down. But I, I understand that Deshaun, we're paying him a bunch of money. We give up a lot to get him. That doesn't mean you can hold him to an impossible standard, right? How many drives started first and twenty? How many third and shorts became third and longs? You know, they got their first touchdown on all penalties. Yes. At one point, they had more yards from penalties than they did on offense. Right, yeah. They they were moving the whole way down the field by no skill or anything of their own. They the, did nothing to get there. The officiating, like a couple, the roughing the punter, yes, it was a penalty. That was bad, yeah. But some of this stuff, it was the the P.I. on Ward. Yeah. Mm, I know he, he, he tugged his jersey for the tenth of a second. It affected the play. Zero percent. It did not slow Chase up. It did nothing. And to call that, it was so ticky-tacky. The left tackle for the Bengals false started every other play. Yep. It didn't get called one time. Well, so did ours, so. <laughs> it got called. They, he, This dude, he's so afraid of Miles, he's leaving a half a second early. He did it 20 times. Didn't get called one time. It, unbelievable. It, so the officiating was atrocious. And it's just, I'm so tired of people talking about, it's been two games, guys. Two games in two years. And he improved significantly. He, yes. The, he, we scored 10 points because the guy you wanted to still be in overthrew a wide-open receiver. Right. And because we had 100-some yards and penalties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Deshaun Watson, he, I don't, I don't really know like we've already said from the first game to the second game he looked so much better already and i mean he was starting to get more comfortable in the with his running you know his legs he looked better the athleticism was there and you you really started to see like okay this it's only the second game this guy's played in two full years almost like he even said during the week last week you know talking to the media or whatever they were saying that he even admitted like Game speed and game conditioning, I'm not there yet. Yep. And the only way to get there is to be in the game. Well, it took him one game to, to get, what would you say, Blake, 70% of what we can expect from him. Yeah. That's amazing to think in just one week he was able to do that. So think about next week. The Maybe he's in, up to 85%. The students in preseason mode still. Everybody else yeah, is in exactly. preseason yeah. form. Yes, yep. exactly. Like, not even just – don't even think about him being off for 700 days – just think about even if he only had missed 11 games, you would not expect him to come back in in the first game after missing the first 11, say it was for injury, and think he's going to be, like, perfect. And, and to go head-to-head -head with a guy that everybody crowns as an elite top five easy guy, he technically outplayed him. I mean, if he get he was short one touchdown technically. And and he and he didn't get to play against Grant Delpit. Right. <laughs> right. right. You, you, know, take, you know what I mean? You take that yeah. where – and, and that, he doesn't have Jamar Chase. What I so mean, apparently there's the all, Browns don't know who he is. Yeah, there's we'll a lot of game changing plays, but I mean that. I mean, think about Grant Delpit bite on the flea flicker was oh like nail God. in the coffin. Like if if you're leading a comeback, 
I felt like that's where I was. I, the the punt was bad too. The block punt, like where, you know, we're going, we're trying to send all out, and Tony Fields just runs the punter over for we whatever the, reason. He was. We get the ball back there. Yeah, right. It's so and, and great field position, like yeah. for our forty. So people, worst case, people are you know they're they're bagging on and they're just, you know, nitpicking Deshaun because it's the cool thing to do, and and because they all loved our former quarterback. They're all Baker Cucks. Right. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know what that is, look it up. <laughs> um, so, but you you can't, other than the pick, go find me a play where, like, he's the reason we didn't play well. Go, You know, we had um, 12 passing first downs. They only had 11. We had six rushing first downs. They had eight. So pretty close there. Um, we ran 70 plays. They only ran 61. We had 344 yards. They only had 363. We were within 19 yards of offense on them. Total drives 11, 11. Passing 273 yards, 227 yards. Uh, each team had one turnover, uh, two sacks for three yards, two sacks for 12 yards for the Bengals. Um, the difference in the game. We had more time of possession also, 31-52 to 28-08. Pretty even game If as I'm reading yeah. this off the stat yes. sheet. Yes. Bengals, four penalties for 36 yards. Browns, nine penalties for 98 yards. There's your There's points. your game. That's your ball game. And they made us incredibly one-dimensional. Yeah. They shut Nick Chubb down. Tru- yes. Nick uh, Chubb couldn't do anything yesterday. Rushing. So that, that, he that had was, a couple nice plays. but 71 yards rushing for the Browns. 33 of those came from Deshaun. Um, 136 rushing yards for the Bengals. They couldn't run for crap against us in the first game. They ran it all over us this game. And it needs to be discussed. The Browns' offensive line, which was once considered maybe the best in the league, is now a liability. They are awful. Since Posick went out four or five weeks ago, they're the second lowest graded offensive line in the league. They're terrible. Conklin... I has I don't know if it's regression. I don't know if he's hurt. He doesn't look good. Teller Teller looks bad. Teller hasn't looked good ever since he came back from injury. I think he's still not a hundred percent. I watched Wills jump off early ten times easy yesterday. Just where and I felt like half the time they didn't even call it, and I'm like, I'm like whatever. But then jump early and then still get burnt, still get beat. The the what's not? I mean, they're all doing. Poorly. Yeah. The only the only person on our line playing really well right now is still is Joel Batonio. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, right. and, and that hurts me to say because I love Wyatt Teller. Yeah. Which yeah. I forgot to bring our Wyatt. Teller yeah. You didn't bring the card. Christmas card in, man. Right, we got we got a Christmas card from the Tellers. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty awesome. But um, I was gonna set it right there. In front of I'll bring it. I'll bring. It. But Froholt at center is absolutely killing the offense. I cannot believe there's not somebody out there. I mean, I might be able to play center better than this guy. No, you couldn't. <laughs> Reader, Reader looked all-worldly yesterday. He oh. let him in tackles, I bet. I wonder how many tackles that guy had. I'm, I'm about worldly. to go look. And then today they're talking about, you know, like the Bengals. I'm listening to, like, sports radio and stuff, and they're talking about, you know, the Bengals going into another tough game. And they're all, they're like, man, if Reader plays like that again, you know, Tom Brady. I'm like. He's not I, going a, to. I think that's a flash in the pan because you're going up a four-string center. A four-string yeah. guard. Oh, yeah. That's good center. point. Who's playing center? Who, yeah. He's never point. played center before. He, I don't want to be too, he shouldn't be in there. Right. He's, so he's I don't way be, out of position. And it's, it's, it's ruining Nick Chubb's season. Yeah. If you, if you go back and watch 
whoever is in the you know either a gap or head up on the center is penetrating immediately immediately there we can't get anything going in the run game because of that it's awful it's terrible jed wills always has his untimely uh penalty we'll have a drive going he he gets a hold or a conklin was trying to get some of those yesterday he was like hey yeah those untimely penalties i i got you on this it just take a little pressure off of wills over there so again did watson play perfect did he play what no. we what we brought him in to do yesterday he played pretty well, in my opinion, but no, he wasn't like the guy like we're, we are hoping to see. But he he is not the reason that we didn't. No, win. but the thing is, what was encouraging for me is that we saw the guy at moments yesterday. Mm-hmm. We saw some of those throws, some of those you know plays that he made. It's like, okay, he's here. He's just not all put together yet. Like you said, it's perfect, perfectly what you said. He's in preseason mode. Everybody else is in midseason form. Is it going to take him a couple weeks to get up to speed? That the second play of the game on the, like the little fake handoff, and he came back left to, to Bell. And the dude was right in his face. Yep, that's a sack if it's Jacoby Brissett. Yes, if it's Baker Mayfield, that's a sack. Yeah. So you there were definitely glimpses. The the pass to DPJ uh, on the last play of the game for us that fade. Yeah. Which let me just say I don't know about you guys. I hated the play call. I hated it. Run it on first or second down. Don't do it on fourth. Fourth and, like, this is it. Like, if you don't make this, it's over. Let this guy have – let Deshaun decide. Yeah. Don't – Let him make a play, not Mm. – I I hate that fade call on fourth and game. If you're going to run the fade, run it to the back pylon. Yes. If you're going to run it to the the front pylon, it should be back shoulder, which you probably don't have the chemistry with DPJ to do yet. Right. You know what I mean? Like – I did, I did not like that play call. So I'm sure we have voicemails about play calls and stuff. So we'll go ahead and let's we just definitely jump into do. It. Uh, Andrew's got the first one here because I think it was probably the most <laughs> fitting for he all was, of Browns. Very my boy, my boy Andrew so, Jackson. Um, yes. If your Browns fan listen to this, uh, let us know if this was you yesterday, guys. I'm tired of <laughs> feeling like this. What are we doing? Deshaun just throws an interception. I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on. Like, what can we do? Like, what the fucking <laughs> God damn it. Did you edit that out or did you I, put I, that in there? No, I, I helped him out a little bit on that one. <laughs> he texted yesterday. He was like, guys, I just left an angry voicemail. I'm sorry for ever asked to listen to it. That was good. I yeah, that, that wasn't really angry. That the, was just like defeated. The first time I listened through that, I laughed so hard. It's crazy. I didn't even... I don't know for some like I was upset yesterday but like I really like I don't know I thought we were going to win that game and as soon as the flea flicker happened I was just like that's it like we we've we've put ourselves this is Brown's mistakes we're super undisciplined oh man we're so undisciplined like and I'm not even saying like just particularly that play like I just if you look at the penalties and just like things that happen over the point of the game like yeah, we can make and plays were made. We, there was so many plays where I'm like, man, that you know, that's a technically a season ending or a season saving kind of play, but just we're not disciplined. I Cincinnati, I thought they looked terrible yesterday. I'm not convinced. I still don't. I don't believe think they're good. That Cincinnati's a good. Team. I just don't get it. I, we, I, we had their number early, like the first quarter, and everything. Pirine like, was dropping was wide like, open passes. Yeah, and we were stuffing the run, and Joe Burrow looked, you know, shaking. 
gotta say, Miles Garrett played well. Played he played. Very, oh my god, that's the kind of game. Like I felt like Miles was there from beginning to end. Like yeah. his presence was felt. His name was being said over and over. He was. They were moving him around. Yeah. He was getting pressure. He was. It was. He had great. established them. He's established himself the last few weeks now, where I've been like, okay, yes. Miles. I agree. He's been okay. playing well yes. lately. Yes. Coming maybe getting further away from the car wreck. Maybe getting yep. healthier. Yep. Um, but no, I, I agree. I think they've been moving him around more. Yeah. Which helps. Not only does it help scheme wise, but you have to think it energizes him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yesterday there was a play where he was in the A gap standing yes. up. Yeah. It was awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. And instead of like, well, here I go again, I'm gonna go against their best offensive lineman forty five times this game and right. they're just gonna, you know, run around me. Well, and that's yeah. the thing. Like you go against the same lineman the entire game. I mean, that guy gets in a rhythm with you too. Yeah. I mean, yep. you know, he gets better defending you just as you might hopefully get better at getting past him. So it's it makes sense to move him around. I'd like to see them. So you know what that reminded me of? Dallas does that with Micah Parsons. They'll literally just move him all over the place and then just full send him. No, so you can't. I know they're different players. I know they're. I know technically they're different players, but like to see him in that, you know, it's different. You're, it's yes. a different look. The yeah. idea of moving around. Yeah. yeah. Micah will play like inside linebacker. Yeah, outside all, he's back. all over the place. You can't, you're not going to put Miles in. Inside linebacker. I agree. But I agree. You can stand him up anywhere on that line. Absolutely. You can right. you can move him anywhere you want on that line. Yeah. And, and have him stand up. He's a freak athletically. Yeah. If you give, I mean, imagine putting him on the edge, standing up, and give him like a head start. Yep. Yeah. You know, just just anything. So no, I, he's he's played really well. He's he's doing his part. He's answered the call. I feel like probably the last month or so. Yeah. yeah. He's been playing really well. Um, no, I the Bengals. Bengals fans are just I. They were talking a bunch of crap on Twitter yesterday. I said a lot of Bengals fans seem to forget that for most of their existence, they've been right beside us in the laughing stock of the league category. Yeah, <laughs> they've had they've had a little bit of brighter moments, but not recently. Much. Well, and even like the Andy Dalton years, they would at least have winning records, get to the playoffs, and then get eliminated. I, but I went, like success. I went back and looked like the last uh, ten years or something. Mm-hmm. They only have like two winning seasons or three. It's in seven uh, yeah. winning seasons, including like a two and fourteen. Yeah. So Joe Burrow year. Yeah. And, they, get Joe and, Burrow. yeah. Uh, they just had the number one overall pick. Right. So they're just very cocky for a team who they made a Super Bowl run where they got all the breaks. They still only won ten games last year. Right. If the Browns went out, they'll finish with only one less game than what the Bengals won during their Super Bowl year. The reason those fans are cocky though is because they just all got done being Steelers fans <laughs> when, the, when the Steelers were good. And they were being cocky back then, so it's just kind of what they do. It's just That's yeah. Fair. I'm like guys, you guys, for most of my life growing up, you guys have been right there with us as ambassadors of suck. Yeah. It's funny, but. Right. Well, you want, I was just going to say before I play the next voicemail, ambassadors of suck, though. I mean, so Tyler Boyd didn't play yesterday. Or he did, but what? He, he went out with a finger. One, uh, one or two plays, and uh, they haven't said yet what happened, but it's either he's out to their So their two top weeks. tight end, Hayden Hurst, didn't play. Correct. And T. Higgins played a couple. One play. Played one the play, third down. Played hamstring the third injury, down. didn't play the rest of the game. Yep. So they've got a whole bunch of backup, like, Number four, or five receivers Dudes out there. Dudes I've never around. even heard of. Yep. Yeah, people we've never even heard of that that were barely scraping the depth chart, I'm sure. And Jamar Chase. And somehow we don't guard Jamar Chase. He's still he's still got fifteen targets. Fifteen targets. He's the only first of all, he's one of the best receivers in the league. We know that. Absolutely. Like the, the team should know that. Absolutely. They should already be scheming for him. Now he's the only receiver you have to worry about? 
take him out of the game. That, so here's the crazy thing is like, and Blake was real big on this. He's like, why aren't we doubling? And yes. I agree. Why are why aren't we doubling? But then, do you want Grant Delpit? <laughs> you know, shutting down, trying to shut down Jamar Chase. Everybody was talking about like, oh, you know, like Denzel, it's a pride thing. Like, you know, he wants to be one on one with Jamar. Den Denzel. Did. Yeah, but you have to go look to <laughs> Denzel's game is getting up in the guy. Yeah, he, he's not doing that. He's, he's not playing. He's, he's every every snap. He's six to eight yards off the yeah. ball, giving one of the best wide receivers in the league. A six-yard sprint right. at him. Why are we jamming him? Don't you think that somebody would go up and say, hey, jam him at the line? Yeah, well, that's the play call, though. That's yeah. Joe Woods. I just don't, I don't, just don't understand it. Like, and, you should have been jamming him at the line with safety help over the top. So if you yep. did get burnt, the safety's there to help. You tell Denzel, don't give this guy a clean release. We got you yeah, in the back. Right, exactly. We're, we're bracketing this guy. Practice squad guys make plays. I saw a tweet from this uh, guy on Twitter. He does the OBR films uh, breakdowns. It's exactly how I thought. Browns played defense, played fine. No significant gripe about any one thing personnel-wise. The biggest indictment was Boyd and Higgins not playing, and we had no schematic answer to bracketing Chase nonstop and forcing Trenton Irwin and Trent Taylor to win versus coverage. He had 15 targets. 10 catches on 15 targets as the only NFL wide receiver on the film on the field. That's that's what I'm saying. It was it, says, it was infuriating to it's watch. Clear the Browns couldn't adjust in game. And we that's what we've been saying for Joe Woods entire yes. tenure as defensive coordinator. The defense overall yesterday played pretty decent. You look yeah. only 23 points. One of them was on Grant Delpit doing Grant Delpit things, biting up on the flea flicker. Um, but the fact that you couldn't adjust to take out at least limit, make it hard. It's like every other pass went to the guy. He Joe Burrow only threw the ball thirty three times. Fifteen so of them. Every went other to pass did go to him. Yes. That and the thing is, we've said it before. I think you've said it this way. Like our defense, when they play well, they're playing well in spite of Joe Woods. Mm -hmm. Not not because of him. I mean, we you look at our D. I say this every. Freaking week. Look at our defensive roster. The names on that roster. I mean, defensive coordinators would be just chomping to get at that roster. And we suck. When we play well, it's because of the talent of those players, not because of the coaching. You know what I mean? Yeah. All Which right. goes right to what you said about we couldn't well, adjust. And I think that the next, what, four games that we have, we're going to probably be evaluating some of these guys as whether they even are still with the Browns. And it's crazy to say that because there are talented guys yep. on here, but I think at this point it's, are we moving forward with some of these guys? Yeah. Cause I think they've poorly played their way out of Cleveland. Listen up, Browns fans. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. 
See show notes for details. Happy holidays, everyone. Hey, Browns fans, the holidays are here. Achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks have put together a delicious selection of various gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Plus, use our promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout, and you'll get an additional $40 off your order. Omaha Steaks are the greatest steaks and just all around meat products I have ever had myself personally, which makes me love even more giving Omaha Steaks as gifts to the loved ones in my life. It makes Christmas so much easier. Mom and dad, you guys get a package of Omaha Steaks, the in-laws, grandparents, brothers, sister, everybody, you guys, Omaha Steaks for all. And it's the gift that keeps on giving because the next time you get together with that special loved one that you bought the package for, they're going to say, hey, I'm grilling out today. How about you come over and enjoy some of these Omaha Steaks that you got me for Christmas? Don't wait, order today and beat the shipping rush. I know from my own personal experience, I ordered everybody Omaha Steaks for Christmas and they arrived two days later. So get in right now. You still have plenty of time before Christmas. Order Omaha Steaks for the loved ones in your life. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of the 50% off site-wide sale plus use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out. Get that extra $40 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, Here's a voicemail coming in from Mike. Hey, it's Mike. What can I say? Another disappointing loss, and then we lost the Bengals. I thought we had their number. I thought Miles Garrett lived in Joe Burrow's head rent-free, but I guess that's not the case this uh, this week. I can't say I'm surprised, though, because I knew all good things have to come to an end. Uh, we, Our defense and special teams, they did so good the last couple weeks, and then they were just not there at all. The penalties, man. Like, I've never seen so much yellow on a field before. It's It blows my mind. It's like Big Bird ran through the field and left a bunch of feathers. I don't know. It's just stupid penalties has always gotten the Browns, and it's just it's just disappointing that basic football fundamentals, we just, we just can't figure it out. Uh, on a brighter note, though, I mean, Deshaun played a lot better, so that's good. It's going to be looking a lot more promising next season, so I'm looking forward to that. But, I mean, hey, it's being a Browns fan, right? Better luck next year. All right, guys. Thanks for what you do. And uh, go Browns. It's kind of crazy because I didn't think the defense or special teams were really like horribly, horribly bad. Like there's a bad there's a bad penalty of mm-hmm. the the running into the punter. I thought our punter looked had some really, really nice kicks yesterday. DPJ's doing a much better job in the Correct. return game. I yes. thought the defense for other than maybe a few bad plays. So there's two that come to mind, the flea flicker and then uh, where P. Ryan runs into the line and then Clowney oh just... My God. I don't know if Clowney thought he was tackled or I'm not sure exactly um, what he saw there or didn't see there, but he just ran into the line and then just bounced well, out. Was that just, Clowney? Because I watched the replay yeah, Clowney and I was thinking, just, why didn't we wrap up? But he had like one arm around him and it looked like... I think he, he thought he was down. They were I don't pinned know. up against another player so he couldn't like get all the way around. And then uh, his arm just kind of fell down, you know... His leg and he it's just, just kind of weirdest soft. play. It was very weird. The play that stands out to me too is I think we went down and scored, and then on the very first run play, Mixon goes out the sideline. Yeah, yes. at, uh, fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. And it's like huge play. What fifty, sixty yard run or and, something like that. And it seems like the defense they do that all the time. They they will find like we'll finally get the stop in the score. It's like all right, defense, we just need that one more stop now. We can get the ball back and make this a game. Oh, first play fifty yards. Yep. All the time. 
all the time. Not just this year, for my whole life. My whole I, life, that's what's been happening. Um, what did you guys think? So I guess I'll use this time to think. A lot of talk. How hot is Stefanski's seat? Go ahead, Johnny. You yeah, I was actually off? thinking about that earlier, and part of me wants to say it's pretty warm when you you hold a team to 23 and you don't even have a shot. But I'm very much on the side of we just got the Sean Watson back. Uh, things are going to be looking a lot different next year. I, I don't – if it were up to me, I would still be keeping Kevin Stefanski for one year because Deshaun is going to be Deshaun next year for 17 games. And if, if Kevin doesn't know how to play with that level of talent, he's, you know, he's going to have to go, but I got faith in Kevin. I just don't think that Deshaun's first two games back are going to be the right gauge to see how Kevin's going to coach with, with Deshaun at quarterback. A 10 points is a terrible look though. So I can definitely understand why some fans would be saying, let's get Kevin out of here while we can, because we got Deshaun back. Next year, we got him for the whole season. So let's just start fresh with something new. I do get that. I really do. Yeah. But I like Kevin, and I I think replacing Kevin is going to be a lot harder than some people think. I, I completely I agree with you. Who, okay, so we fire Kevin Stefanski. Who are we hiring? Don't tell me Sean Payton. He's not coming to Cleveland. No. He's not. It's well known he wants to be out west. He's not coming to Cleveland. So if Sean Payton's off the board, you fire Kevin Stefanski. There's not just good coaches walking yeah. around out You're there. You're probably there's, going after coordinator, unproven coordinator right. guy Correct. again. Yeah. Correct. So just like it takes a player time to adjust to a new system, it's going to take Kevin Stefanski time to adjust to Deshaun to see what he likes, what he does well, what he doesn't do well. How he wants him to call plays to him in his earpiece, all that kind of stuff. You know, the biggest thing, the ten points, we already talked about that. To me, that that's penalties that stopped us from scoring. But the thing that scares me the most about Kevin lately is we just seemed so we seem so undisciplined. Every that's what I was going to say. We, yep. you know, it's we're supposed to. He he supposedly preaches smart accountability, toughness, and I don't. I think we're mentally weak as any team I've ever seen. I agree with that. And we we I'm not gonna say I guess the toughness thing is irrelevant to me. Um in terms of like I don't know how to gauge that, you know, our guys playing through injuries or whatever. I would say that our defense doesn't play tough, you know. Um smart. <laughs> yeah. But the the penalties, we are not disciplined at all. And for years now, this isn't like a, a one year, a one off. This it's is last year and this year. The yeah. penalties are are terrible. Some of the decision making, the fourth in one play in the first quarter. I I understand that in theory, it worked. The guy was wide open. Yeah. The player just didn't execute the play. But at the same time, why would you bring in your backup to throw uh, this pass yeah. when you have? We just traded three first-round draft picks to finally get a franchise quarterback. Do you, they would never take – imagine if the Patriots, during their dynasty, if they tried to take Tom Brady out on a fourth and one to throw that pass. He'd have broken every Microsoft Surface in sight. 
<laughs> like I, you know what I mean? It just, I, I, I am a Kevin Stefanski defender, but every every yeah. week it's it gets harder to defend. Sometimes some I of the think stuff. he outsmarts himself. He overthinks himself because I I get what he was doing with that because. Jacoby Brissett's been playing quarterback all year. They've been right. doing the fourth and one QB sneak Correct. all year. Did anyone think that week, was going to be a QB sneak, though? No, I did not. But see, then <laughs> last week they did the thing where they brought him in. They're like, are they QB sneaking? And they hand it off. And it's like, oh, now right. they can do this thing with Jacoby Brissett. So this week it was, let's play action pass. And you're right. It did work. The guy was open. But, yeah. but that's that's an example, like you said, we have Deshaun Watson. Don't out, don't overthink it, Kevin. Don't make it harder than it needs exactly. to be. It was, it's one yard. You have, you have Deshaun Watson. That's that's yeah. all I was gonna say. You have not only do you have Deshaun Watson who can get a yard easily with his legs, but Deshaun Watson historically has thrown a legit beautiful deep ball. Yeah. Why are we bringing Jacoby Brissett in? That's to try a first to, a, guy who, a guy who's known to like not throw a great well, deep ball. And even then, right. You, yeah, right, right. You you're bringing a guy who's literally just. I mean, he don't get me wrong. He's done warm ups and stuff like that, but hasn't thrown a a ball in games. You know what I mean? In two like, weeks. Yeah. How that's confident are you that that's a first down or a touchdown if we keep Deshaun in? Because I'm very confident. I mean, it's tough. It's that's like Monday morning quarterback stuff. So yeah. Like, so what's yeah, the, what's the know, play but, call then? Are they just going to turn around and hand it off and get stuffed? I mean, you right, don't need. I think it, I think if they hand the ball off, it gets stuffed. We couldn't do diddly squat. Nick right. Chubb averaged two point four yards a carry. Cream Hunt averaged one point five yards a carry. David Njoku averaged negative two yards. Mm. Okay. Well, when it, to to your point, Justin, I mean, you know, Bursett. Like I think you just said too, like he's historically not the greatest deep ball thrower, and he's coming in the game cold. Yeah. He's coming yeah. off the bench cold. He's not in game. He's not loose. He's not warm. It so why just, go? So then it's like, so say you want to bring Jacoby in, do a little trickeration, do this play action. Why has it got to be a bomb? Right, why throw could, a five it yard. It could be a five yard out. Yeah, yeah, like a, a, can, a tight end leak. Yeah, ju- yes, you know something. Everyone. Every time I see us lining up to go for it on fourth and one, or I think Broken he's play. he's got to have yes, <laughs> but I, I, I I'm thinking he he's got to have something in his back pocket, something they've been working on all week that if they get the look they want, it's like guaranteed. And it, but it's, it never happens that way. Right. <laughs> it's almost always a, a broken play. Any, yeah, anytime you try to throw a forty yard bomb for a touchdown, I the percent don't be wrong. I mean it, it technically it probably could have worked, but. I just I didn't understand that, and I'm okay with taking the shot. You know, yeah, the play like, was good because so it people are like Deshaun, take though. the points. We lost by 13. Mm-hmm. Run a, Kicking or, a field goal right there. Don't wrong it. Maybe it changes. But at that the point, time it was zero zero. Yeah, I don't know. I it's my thing too. I'm like, yeah. Here's a run that play on third down. If you bring Jacoby in on third and short on third and one. Well, I don't know what it was on third down. I guess was it third and one? That's true. I'm not sure either. But you know what I mean? Just like. I don't know. Just be. Don't outcomplicate it. Don't make it harder than it needs to be. Like, yes, football can be. You know, hard harder than what I think. A lot. Try to explain football to somebody who likes soccer from another country and watch their heads explode. So <laughs> yes, football can be can be a difficult <laughs> game. But at the end of the day, sometimes it's just about the the what is it the guys and joes or whatever instead of X's and O's. So just let your joes go out there and make plays. Yeah. And that's what I was saying in the second half. Quit trying to run the ball. We were we honest to God, I would have quit trying to run the ball in the second quarter. Yeah. Just it, I was just screaming, just let Deshaun go play football. Let him run around and make plays because 
the run game is with the center we got in, there's no point. Trump should get like 10 rushing attempts the rest of the year because we can't block. We talked about that before the show. Like now that the season's, you know, essentially the playoff thing's out of the picture. We don't have to worry about that anymore. Maybe we, if we're going to really like try to establish the run, let's do it with Kareem Hunt because maybe we can extend the longevity of Nick Chubb, kind of keep some mileage off of his legs. What about Ford? That's what we talked about Jerome Ford. Let's get him some experience in there, and then let's just let Deshaun Watson throw the ball fifty times a game if we have to. I mean, yes. who, he needs to he needs to develop chemistry with Cooper. He'll be here next year. DPJ and Joku, let him get the chemistry down with these guys. Maybe we start blowing people out toward the end of the season. That's awesome. That gives us some motive, you know, some energy into next season. I'd like to win out, win nine games. Think about how yeah, get a winning record. Think about how frustrating the season is. And even if, you know, when we miss the playoffs, if it's with nine wins, you can go. Even in all that turmoil, Kevin still led us to nine wins. True. You know what I mean? Don't flame out and, and be five and 12. Right, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Go, go, go win nine. There's a chance, maybe, small chance. If we win nine games, Deshaun looks super good. It might entice somebody to want to come to Cleveland. I think Correct. we're, I think. That I think, without a doubt, that could happen. I'm. I think that that probably is already an option. There's going to be guys next year that are free agents that are going to want to come and play. And I'm not even saying offensively. I'm saying you're going to want. You're going to have defensive guys saying this kid's pretty good. Might help you get a better defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. And <sighs> because in newsflash, all the fans out there booing Deshaun. You might not like Deshaun. All the players on your team do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you ever noticed. Players on the other all, team all the do. players on the other teams. They're yeah. always coming up to him, dapping him up, talking to him. They did jersey swaps with people on the Texans. So you might not like him, but the team that you root for, they all like him. See, and that's that's the thing <laughs> that we've talked about all off season too. Is take take the bogus media out of it and all this, you know, the legal stuff that people have been, you know, alleging against him. No one says a bad word about Deshaun Watson. No. He's a, by, by all accounts, he's like the greatest community citizen there can be. And he's a great teammate, great leader. I'm, I'm pumped to see what he can do the, these last few games of the year. One thing I will say, I'm probably more excited to watch Browns football after the playoffs are not going to happen than I've ever been before. Yeah, yes. that's a, that's true. Yes, you're not going to get more of the same. You're not going to get. We saw him get better. Pump fake Baker Mayfield. <laughs> he is going to keep getting better this yes. year, and we're not making the playoffs, but yeah. we have something to look forward to. Right, and it's not and like I, this guy's 38 years old either. No, he's, he's a kid. Super young. 27 he's a years young. old. I like what Blake said. Let's play spoiler. Let's ruin some seasons for some other teams that we hate anyway. This, I mean, we're we're still in a great position for the. Let's for the start season. Saturday. Yes. yes, I would love to beat the Ravens. Like bad. because they talk, they they just hit talk nonstop crap. So if they lose to us, I'll be insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like they are anyway. Yep. This episode of the Dogs Podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Come on now, everybody. We've all had those protein bars that are chalky and just nasty. And as soon as you take a bite, you're like, do I really got to finish this thing? Built Bar is the world's first ever candy bar. 
protein bar. This is a protein bar, but man, you swear you're eating a candy bar. To give you guys a good idea, it's kind of the consistency of a Three Musketeers bar, and they have so many delicious flavors. I mean, you bite into this thing, you don't think you're eating a protein bar. You don't think you're eating something that's healthy for you. You think you're eating a good old junk food, snack food, candy bar, baby. These things are awesome. Order yourself a box of Built Bar. Try all their different flavors or just try the ones you love, whatever you want to do. These things are perfect. Fill your cabinet. You will not regret giving Built Bar a try. And right now, if you go to Built.com, use promo code BARK, B-A-R-K, when you check out, get 10% off your order when you order today with code BARK at Built.com. Uh, you guys want to do a voicemail from Phil? Yeah. Yes. Hey, guys, it's Phil. Well, I'm pretty damn pissed off because now I get to hear the Cincinnati fans chirp and chirp all week, even though this is the first one they've gotten in like three years. But anyway, uh, Sean Watson did look better. At times he still looked rusty, which is to be expected, honestly. But what I really want to talk about is the offensive line. Yes, the center has been hurt. We're on like our fifth center or whatever it is. Most of the other starters were there today, and they played like garbage. I don't know what the hell's happened. I, I really just don't understand it. Like, they have no push. They're getting bullied. Nick Chubb was basically a non-factor today. Watson was running for his life most of the game. That's really concerning going into uh, next season since uh, the loss today is pretty much the dagger. So give me your thoughts on the offensive line. I'm really concerned about it right now. So there's always next year. As you should, Phil. As <laughs> yeah. you should. As we all are. Oh, yeah, as what dog pack member of the month, Phil? Yeah. Uh, so I'll say this about the offensive line. I know you say four of the five starters are in there, but the one guy is so bad and he's playing arguably the most important position on the line. Right. Left yep. tackle and center are your two most important positions on the line. And the center is so close to the quarterback. You know what I mean? It, and he's, gives the ball to him. Yeah, it's 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 the guy, the nose guard, or the D tackle can get. I mean, it's the shortest path, and he's lined up over our worst lineman. The guy's blowing up every play. An offensive line is all about continuity and playing as a unit. If one guy on the line doesn't do his job, it makes the whole line look bad. So. That's why the whole unit looks bad with just one backup in. Because that one backup is I thought the worst lineman I'd ever watched play football was Cam Irving. <laughs> and this guy makes Cam Irving look like a Pro Bowl. I know, like I almost won him back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and keep in mind with with Deshaun or with any quarterback, you don't you don't have to give the quarterback an extra five seconds to make a play. Deshaun needs a fraction of a second to be able to escape that pressure and run for a first down or find a receiver or it gives the receiver that much more time to get open because the receiver is going to get open eventually. So, yeah. <laughs> did you watch our receivers yesterday? Mm. Um, eventually, our, <laughs> our yeah, I mean our line was real bad, but I guess we'll probably you know man next that's year. That's a good point whatever. about them playing like a unit too because we talked about Conklin and a lot of those penalties yesterday, and who knows how many like holding penalties might be an indirect result of him feeling that extra pressure of well I'm getting no help from this direction toward the center. So I got to do a little, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of over Conklin, man. Oh, I, he's, I'm not, he's been yeah. a bust low key to me. I'm kind of ready to move on and let yeah, like, his, James Hudson. His like, first year he was good. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I feel like he's hurt a lot. Ever I, I since, don't know. ever since he hurt, what was it? The tricep or the shoulder. 
in his second year here, yeah. it's been not great. Not great. And, I mean, we have young, talented guys. I mean, I don't know if they're ready. I'm hearing, what do you think about, so Conklin's probably not back next year. I, I agree. They'll move Jed Wills back to right tackle and let Hudson try to play left tackle. I'm yeah. okay with that because Wills has already shown that left tackle might not be the spot for him. <laughs> what if yeah, he was a right tackle and he's a sucks? <laughs> and he's what? I'm say he's a stud. Well, well great. then that be would nice. be cool, be but great. come on. Let's let's not. That's a very Browns fan. Does that mean thing. he puts in more effort on the right side than the left? It's just his more natural to where he was in college, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I just that would be great. That would be super super awesome. <laughs> to answer your question, <laughs> correct. Uh, your what it if question? Um, yeah. Hopefully. What where the bad line is killing us right now too isn't necessarily in the passing game because, like you said, Deshaun can. He's athletic. He can make some people miss. It's in the run game. Yeah, we get no push. It, it's making uh, it, and it's killing the run game so much. It's making us one dimensional. And some of the, those times, Deshaun got caught from behind and sacked. Just Deshaun getting better in the next couple of weeks, I think he's going to be able to evade some of that pressure. We were four of fifteen on third down, and that's because we can't run the ball. So even on like a third and three, a third and two, you'd think, well, they could. It's third and short. This could be run pass. Op- it's only a pass option. Yeah, early in the season, you saw our offensive line like overpower the defensive line usually, and we were able to get that push and get those extra yards to get that first down. But it's not happening right now. No, no. we're getting blown up. Yes. Like there's guys in the backfield immediately. Like Nick Chubb, I, there was plays yesterday where he had time to like figure out what gap he was going to hit and stuff like that. But for the, uh, there were so many plays where it was just the play was over before it even began. And, and the you're seeing the Texans last week and the Bengals this week, they're still – we haven't seen teams adjust their defensive philosophy against the Browns in terms of we thought as soon as Deshaun came back, teams would start to relax the box. They're not no. doing that. They're still just – we're stopping Nick Chubb. And we're gonna make you throw to beat us. Now Deshaun had a decent game. I still think the Browns need a wide receiver. Doesn't need to be. I'm not saying we have to go out and get like a. We don't need to make an AJ Brown kind of move or something. We just need. We need a fast guy, not named Anthony Schwartz. Correct. <laughs> you know what I mean? We need. We need a fast. He doesn't have to. We're, I'm not asking for a perennial Pro Bowler or one of the top five guys to come in. I don't think Deshaun needs that. That's what I always bagged on Baker. You know, saying he needed, you know, a pro bowler at every position. We just need somebody who is fast, who can take the top off the defense a little bit. Because as much as I love Amari Cooper, that's not really... It's not his game. No, he's a precise route runner. You know, GDPJ is a, a little bit of that guy. Yeah, I agree. Okay, but we need we just need like a... We need a burner. Yes. We need like Will Fuller. Yes, or like a Mike Williams. Ugh. Right. Or something, yeah. you know, a Mike Williams who can stay healthy. <laughs> you know, something we need... That's the kind of player we need. It, again... I'm not saying we need to go out and make a move for some top five guy. We just need somebody who fits the system to complement these other dudes to really round out the pass game. Yep. Absolutely. This is our last voicemail here from Devante. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, even though we lost the game, I do think there were some positives to take away from the game. We've seen Deshaun Watson show flashes of getting back to being Deshaun Watson and not Deshaun Kaiser like he was in um, <laughs> the Houston game. So I think that's a plus. I think our defense played pretty decent. Uh, we just kept them out on the field too long uh, just because our offense couldn't get going as much as much as we would like it to. But I do think we saw flashes of what this offense could be going uh, moving forward in the future. Watching the game, I do think 
before halftime. Kevin should have let Kate York kick that field goal. I mean, it wouldn't hurt if he missed it, but it, like if he would have made it, that could have changed the whole complexion of the game. So, yeah, those are my takes on the game. I think next year we'll be looking looking at a better team. So, go Browns. He wanted it too. I would yeah. say the percentage of making a Hail Mary pass it's at like, the end of the half is either equal or less than K. York making that. What would that, that have been like a 67 <laughs> yarder or something like that? Yeah, the ball was like right around the 50. Let yeah. it. Well, I just don't understand that's that either. Like the, all, it's, all you hear people say is he makes 70 yarders in practice. And it's yeah. not like it was like a, a windy, rainy, snowy, nasty day. It was yeah. fine. And here, just, the, I feel like Kevin kind of takes him out of the game a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? For a fourth-round pick, we don't really deploy him the way you would think. So is something in what – is there something in practice? I mean, is he is he bad in practice and so Kevin doesn't trust him or what? I think because, Kevin just likes to go for it. Because I feel like – I mean, obviously they have the greatest kicker of all time, but the Ravens would have tried that field goal before the half. A hundred percent they would have tried that. And I'm not saying Cade York is Justin Tucker, but we're, he's supposed to have like a Justin Tucker-type leg. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be able to bomb the ball, so why wouldn't you at least let him try? I guess. Wor- I mean, worst case scenario, it's blocked and return and for return a for a touchdown. We've yeah. seen that happen for before, sure. but I mean, you can't. I feel like you can't coach scared, right? Right. You know what That's I mean? That's fair. Um, so I, I would have let him try. I, I don't. Mean, I don't Josh know. is right though. He Kevin's the guy to go for. He he he's always going for it on fourth. He's just that's his identity. That's what he does. He he doesn't. He likes seven more than three. You know, but it, it's too bad it turns in it's zero more it's, than yeah, usually, usually ends up being it's zero. Usually yes. zero. I, I wish I knew what York's kicking numbers were on the year because to me, I hold my breath a lot every time I'm at a Browns game and he kicks. I know we're in Cincinnati and I feel like he's been very high and low. Like it's either real like good they, or real bad. I feel the same way, but I Blake bring him up when you get him. But they flashed. They did flash his numbers on the screen okay. the other day, and I remember. I remember looking at the graphic, thinking, oh, "That's not as bad as I feel I like wanna, it is." I want to say it's. It was like, I, it feels like ten for like twenty or something like mm-hmm. that. He's, you know, but his field goal percentage seventy six point nine percent. It's pretty good. It's tied for thirtieth. Wow, it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> his extra point percent is um, ninety three point three. Okay. That's tied for twenty second. So well, I just what's imagine, first though? That that's what I need to uh, because if the first Tucker. is like ninety four point five, then exactly that's what I'm thinking is probably the case. I'd be curious to see um, the league ranks. How, what's uh, so you said it was seventy six percent? What uh, Seven, almost seventy seven? Seventy six point nine. How many kicks? Like, does it give you like on the year the what total. it is? Or he is twenty of twenty six. See, that's four of four. Yeah, four of four on tw- from twenty to twenty nine. Okay. Seven of nine on thirty to thirty nine. Okay. Five of six on forty to forty nine, and four of seven on fifty yards plus. See, so, when you break so it down twenty like to that, so honestly, yeah, okay. so on twenty yards to forty nine yards, he is. Um, he's missed two. He's th- missed three. All year, and some of those have been blocked. Right? And, well, and you're asking him to kick a well, whatever it was, 67 yard field is over 50 percent. If the if I'm doing, uh, you know, yeah, on 50 plus, he's over 50 percent. Okay, well, throwing seven. a hail mary is definitely not 50 percent chance. I, so you know, kick the ball. But I I loved that they kept showing him 
on the broadcast. Yeah, and he was like, he wanted it. He wanted it, which I love that. I, I like to see that yeah. out of my young guy. You know? Yeah. So I just, I just don't. What's going on in, in practice or whatever that I don't know. Like, let the Maybe guy. Maybe just needs to earn a little trust with him too. You know, like he's a rookie. You know, I don't know. You got to put him out there. If I'm Andrew yeah. Barry, I'm like, hey man, we we drafted this we put, guy. Yeah. Let him kick the ball. High value yeah. pick. And um, we could have had a. <laughs> Yeah. Inside uh, defensive lineman, <laughs> it's just that that's and that like again, does he make it? I don't know, but if he does, that's a momentum swing for sure. Because we're it's a confidence builder. It's you know we're all pumped. I don't know. I would have tried it. Yeah, I'm, and if he doesn't, okay. And we didn't score a touchdown, so who cares? Like it was what thirteen <laughs> three at half, correct? Something like that. Yeah, so. makes it a one score game. Yep, and we're getting ball. Yeah. I mean, we didn't do absolutely no, we went three and squat. Out. Yeah, with that drive coming out of half. I wish I could go back and see how many drives started behind the chains because of penalties, or how many plays, you know, second down got called back because of penalties. Mm. I don't have time to do that. I right mean, <laughs> I know just off the top of my head, and I'm not even saying on offense, the one where we actually finally got to Joe Burrow, and it was illegal hands to the face by oh, yeah. uh, was it right? Yeah, was it right? Or was it Thomas? No, yeah, it was, yeah Thomas. it was Thomas. It was Thomas, my fault. That, another huge play. I mean, and I think that was part of that drive where you said they literally just was. came yeah. all the way down the field on penalties. Yep. Well, yeah. Um, no, that's that's what I was going to talk about that earlier. Like, we finally get a sack. Clowney gets it, and he was ticked. Oh, oh he's, he's super pissed. Mad. He's super <laughs> pissed. Um, I think defensively, I guess we'll do this real quick before we get out of here. If you, if you have to think who's not here next year, I think – Miles is the only one. Miles and I'm going to say Winfrey are the only two back on the D line. Winfrey started; he's played pretty well yeah, last couple of weeks. Coming alive, so if, like if maturity wise, stuff together. Yeah. Yes. Um, Taki Taki will hopefully be back after ACL. JOK will be back. Yeah. Uh, and Fields will probably be back because he's a draft pick. But linebacker wise, if that's what you're bringing back next year, we're in trouble. We need some help. Yep. I would imagine you know Ward will be back, Newsom will be back, Emerson will be back. I don't think Greedy. Um, I don't think Ronnie Harrison's coming back. What about Delpit and uh, JJ? John Johnson, I think, will be back because mm-hmm. of I think it's, his contract. Yeah, yeah. Delpit, he'll he'll mm-hmm. still be on a rookie deal, right? He's yeah, I think so. This is second his third, third year. year. Yeah. yeah, he'll so he'll be back. Um, but I just I think there's only going to be like maybe six or seven guys from this defense back, and it's going to be all new people after that. Andrew Barry's going to have uh, some more building to do. Yep, we'll see. Um, any other – are we all voicemailed That's out? That's it. All right, I think we pretty much covered everything. I think so. Uh, well, let us know what you guys think. Um, you know, are you guys still interested in the rest of the season? Or have you guys checked it out? I know we're all still pumped. You know, thank God for the Deshaun Watson trade. Gives us something to look forward to these yep. last yeah. uh, few games. We appreciate you guys being here. Um yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm just bummed. <laughs> funny side bet. Who do you think wins more games uh, the rest of the season, Deshaun Watson or Baker Mayfield? <laughs> so here's. So here's. I'll, a, I'll say this: that uh, that last throw that he had against uh, the Raiders, best throw he's had in two years. And now he got bailed out on a bunch of penalties. The one was a sack, and they just all oh, roughing the passer. You can't even tackle quarterback anymore. The, the thing with that, the one that Chargers game last night. Oh, my uh, God. so I passed out, but all day, all I. Heard, uh, I had multiple guys come up to me and go, did you see that sack last night uh, on Herbert? 
or uh, the hit on Herbert that got called for a penalty, and I'm like, nope. They're like, it was disgusting. It, it wasn't even a hard hit. Yeah. I don't know what they – it's ruining the game. It is. The fact – I think if they call roughing the passer, it should be reviewable. Everyone should get reviewed because they're, they're literally changing outcomes of games because of that. Um, uh, Baker, you know, I've obviously been hard on Baker, and I 100% thought he was going to be awful in that game. Not, not because of him necessarily, his skill. I don't think – Almost anybody could. He got there one day before situation. the game. Yeah, yes. got the playbook I mean, on the plane. I, I didn't yeah. even know. I I didn't think he would even know that many plays. They had to run the same ones like a couple times. There's no way he knew that many plays. That is just the type of thing Baker Mayfield would do. Yes. Now he'll go out and play really, and then we'll we'll see what happens next week. Because yep. you don't get to play against the Raiders every week. Correct. One of the worst defenses in the league, who's given up now four times double digit leads in the fourth quarter. He gets the Packers. And the Broncos. Yeah, well, let's watch them during that Broncos game. Yeah, yeah. throw a lot of picks. <laughs> <laughs> let's get past the Packers. Uh, if it was like, uh, yeah, the, the beginning of the year Packers defense, I'd have been like, oh yeah. Uh, last time I watched awesome. them play the Packers, mm. Merry Christmas. What three, four interceptions? Four. four. Yeah. Ugh. So no, but that's another thing too. A lot of the the Baker Bros who pretend to be Browns fans are chirping about Deshaun only put up ten points and look what Baker. I'm like, guys. How badly do you wish we had the Rams on our schedule at the end of the year so we could have played Baker <laughs> against Carolina and then Baker against the L.A.? That would have yeah, been excellent. sweet. Uh, it's like, guys, we, we saw Baker have good games for the Browns. Nobody ever said he can't occasionally have a good game. No, and we talked about this in one of our Patreon mess threads over the weekend, too. Like, Baker, I mean, he was the number one overall pick in the draft for a reason. He's got the physical tools to play quarterback. He has. He's just, uh, too, he's he's just too short. Just too short. And, uh, yeah, not in, mobile. In, in, in yeah, between but the ears. we see other... It's the for me. It was always the mental. It, that that was his holdup. Yep, that was his holdup. I I completely agree with you there. So we'll we'll see what happens the rest of the the year for the Rams because, uh, they they're not very good. No, they're awful. And I just don't think he's got it in to like carry them anywhere. He's yep. at nobody. They're they're bad. He'll look good. Now, when he won't look good is when Cooper Cup comes back. I don't think Cooper Cup. <laughs> then he'll start throwing the ball to the fans and stuff. That's, that's good. I don't think Cooper Cup's going to play, so he's probably just going to ruin Jefferson's career for four games. Uh, he has one. You know. So, all right. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up again. We appreciate you being here. Let us know what you guys thought about the game uh, in the comments. Let us know what you guys think about the season going forward. Uh, again, if you want an extra episode, if you want to hang out with us more, join the dogs.com, become an official dog pack member. Um, we need more fan, fan intros, thedogspodcast.com. Tap the voicemail on the drop-down menu uh, to all the dog pack members. We'll see you guys on the After Hours show. To everybody else, we'll see you guys later this week when we preview the uh, matchup with the Ravens. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. When you need me, 
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.